Welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves. Through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences, we're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way that you never have before, but have always needed. It's time to rewrite the mother code. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Rewrite the Mother Code. Actually, this is this week's additional episode because I have loved doing these bonus episodes with Elizabeth Toison through her pregnancy and da, 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 now birth. Ah, yes. So the last one you all have listened to, we thought we had some time with Elizabeth and our little girl decided to come early. And unfortunately, I missed it. <laughs> So super sad about that. We'll probably talk all about these things, but so excited to be with her and that she's willing to come on just basically a week and a half into being a new mama. Here we go. Well, here we are. And oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, you and I have talked, obviously since the birth of your beautiful girl and but we haven't shared with the audience you're so generous to hop on what are we how many days into post-birth like 10 11 11 yeah 11 days so it's very tender precious beautiful thank you thank you elizabeth and we'll go we'll get right into stuff but thank you for being here welcome thank you There's so many places to start. I you know, so I don't want to dictate it, but you have feelings coming up. So why don't we just start oh, right you. there? Yeah. Like every time I remember, like wow, like this little being, this little this <laughs> creature has only lived ten <laughs> full days of life on on this planet. Like that's insane <laughs> to me, and she's so loved. She's been so anticipated. She's so like welcome, and and she's so precious, darling. Mm-hmm. And it's also sometimes really hard mm-hmm. to like to be with her, to be with her and her big feelings, to be with her and not know what she means all the time. Like immediately, I mean, that's I guess it's like just as hard sometimes to not know what I need all the time. Immediately, oh, good catch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. insane. Like 10, this is her 11th day of life. So she's like, have we lived so much life in the last 10 days? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And we don't know. And trying to put words, I mean, we're going to try to put words to a whole experience, a whole space that really is out of the realm of words, but we're going to try and encapsulate it. So and your feelings, yeah. I think, I think reflected as much as anything, <laughs> any of our words can, yeah. right? Like, we'll catch what we catch. And it's just like, when you say things like that, it's like, it is, it's like an infinite experience. It's like an infinite, hmm. <laughs> there's so much surface to, of the experience to like, to 
rest on, push against, play with. And none of this makes any sense. I know it doesn't need to, but it's like, what? (laughs) It's big. It's it's like, and the birth experience was huge. Like, and I know that all of this is only the beginning. Mm. And that astounds me. (laughs) (laughs) In even in the last 10 days, Oh, like the the different concerns mm. that have arisen for me and that I've either handled or assured myself of or gotten reassurance about mm. like is sure. Like there's something at least every other day. Wow. Sometimes more often. <laughs> so, mm. so yeah, there's always like it occurs to me like that that's part of the infinity is like, there's always something that I could be, that I could concern myself with and being concerned about something doesn't mean that things aren't going well. Mm, wow. That's huge. Yeah. I'll probably need to listen to myself say that <laughs> yes. over and over. <laughs> wow. It was the same in the birth experience or even like the days leading up to the birth experience. Like some of the things that the midwives were concerned about never. That's right. Gosh, it seems never so long came, ago. I know it was ages ago. Mm-hmm. An <laughs> infinity ago, right? Infinity ago. <laughs> it comes around. Like some of the things they were consider concerned about me health wise, experiencing or developing, like never came to pass. Like we always just kept. Nope, that's not a not a thing. Mm. But like. Yeah, being concerned about it doesn't well, there's two things. Being concerned doesn't mean something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And well, there's more than two things. Then like <laughs> being concerned, that means that there's care. There's care. There was care for me to make sure that I didn't develop this, that I that I didn't go preeclamptic, or like to make sure that my that I could handle my blood pressure. And we just kept making sure that that was yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing for like when baby girl's crying and you're like, is this gas? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> like, are you just really hungry? Let's try something. See how you respond. Because <laughs> we are not yet fluent in understanding your cries. Yeah, like when, oh gosh, and and we care, we care mm-hmm. about her health and safety and comfort and and well being and and we want to make sure that she's well cared for. That's mm-hmm. that's the source of the of any of the concern that I've had. And like I've been, di- I just in that last sentence was directing that to her, to this being who's now outside of my body, mm-hmm. and then there's like. There's me, there's this body, there's my experience in my body. And yeah. that's related, but distinct. Yes. Just really being with these stages of within, now without, but still so connected. And yeah, well, you're saying it beautifully. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Every time that we get, <laughs> there's, that we like have gone not very long ago, this little being was inside of my body of my the like what's 
the boundaries of my body. And (laughs) so like, it's wild to walk away from her. And I like mark the milestones, like look at Ryan, like this is now the farthest away from that little creature than that we've ever been. Like we've never been this far. (laughs) Oh gosh. Is this okay? Like it has to be okay. It has to be okay. <laughs> um, but I love you marking that. I, yeah. I love you recognizing that because I think some of these things go so kind of unnoticed as we just move into our life or move into a stage. But to acknowledge that and presence it is really beautiful. Yeah. There's sometimes I'm like, when I wish to be farther, there's sometimes yeah. I'm like, but then there's equally, I don't know equally is the right word, but there, mm-hmm. at the same time, there's moments, especially after a feeding, because we're doing mostly breastfeeding. We're, we're doing, I think we've fed a few ounces of my milk from a bottle just to like, it's a little, it's earlier than I thought that we would do that, but mm-hmm. we played with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, so most of the time after feeding, like I'm, we're like literally right here like literally right here. And, and I'm like, I don't want to put you down. Why would I put you down? Why would I, put I you want down? you right here. Like you're, we're just, we're right here. Some of the reasons are because I want to sleep. Yes. Because I want to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> like there are reasons <laughs> to put her down. Because you need to have your diaper change. Just <laughs> like really good reasons to put her down, <laughs> uh, to take her away from this closeness i'm just like i just recognize how precious it is and like on the one hand we we have a little cheer for her oh what we have a good latch oh i love <laughs> so, it you know, go lila go grow lila grow and <laughs> oh that just delights me and brings tears to my eyes that's so beautiful <laughs> yeah i mean that's part of that's what we're here to do we're here to help grow her up and if i just i see how precious Hmm. how precious like the time is ryan and i we were in a we did a a musical theater project like our last project together (laughs) before before the birth was the toll theater in hamden indiana Hmm. it was called murder ballad a very different very different energy from anything I'm talking about right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's this scene that we do keep referring to in that musical. That's like, it's a young couple with their young child and the sentiment, you know, she's, I think she's five years old at this point that the little one is five years old. And the, the line is she'll be in college any day. Mm-hmm. And part, there's so much, there's like wow. both the preciousness of this time now. Yeah. And also like the, well, we got to plan and get ourselves ready and together for like her whole future, <laughs> which is also our job. <laughs> how, and that's almost like a, like a false question. Like, how do I do both? Like you do, you, you just do. Yeah. It's <laughs> at different, different moments, different times. Like I'm probably not going to be planning for, her financial future while I have her on my chest right here. Probably. Probably. 
Like, that doesn't mean some brainstorm might not come to you in that space, right? You know that that's there and that could drop in a little download of some sort, but it's not where you're intentionally putting your energy, right? Like that's, I'm in this moment of caring for her. Yes. And I trust that there's time for all of the moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For her and for me. Yeah. That's what we want to keep underlining, right? Yeah, I love how you keep bringing that in. And as you talk about her, connect it to you. It's some of, I don't know why it reminded me. And now I can't remember why exactly what you talked, some things you talked about regarding the birth are in that same vein, but we'll, we'll go wherever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Gosh. I'm like, just watching myself like, cause, and I want to join your space versus like, let's get linear. Let's go back to the birth and like, bring us forward. I'm like, no. <laughs> and we will talk about the birth. Like, don't yeah, get me we wrong. Totally can. <laughs> you know, like, that's, part of, that's part of the the infinity loop, I think. Right. I have little milestones for myself. That was, it sounds like a weird thing to be proud of, but like, yeah, like so far today, we've bled less than any other day since the birth. Yay. Yay. Oh my God. I I think that's a great thing to celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, and that could be reversed. It's like, oh, I'm still bleeding. Oh my God. Like the space you could go in that. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, when will this be done? You know, I would just want to not be bleeding anymore versus like, oh, it's less today. And that's comforting. That must be moving in the right direction. But there's even things like that, that we can hold like, oh, and I might even be sad when that's done. You know, like they're all little milestones that have both the like, yay, we're moving forward. And I'm like, oh, this this phase is, things are changing. Yeah. I can remember that smell. There's like, Hmm. it's it's weird. This is like, so like you said, like, this is so weird to talk about, but I, for some reason, like loved that smell. I was looking forward to smelling that smell if I were to be with you. <laughs> like one of the things I was awesome. looking forward to. I don't know. I guess my olfactory just connected it to this whole space or something, but or I'm a vampire. I'm not sure. Um, but... <laughs> it's definitely a, a rich <laughs> I am a rich environment of smells. <laughs> I'll say that. That's quotable right there. That is. (laughs) Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about 
tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if that idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. I think I've showered a total of two times. I think I'm on sounds, sounds like plenty. Sounds like yeah. plenty. And and honestly, the second time it's like, man, if I were gonna have a meal or a snack produced by my body right now, I might be a little turned off. (laughs) I think I want to bathe myself and like (laughs) baby doesn't care. Like it has no train by doing that. We're training them. Like what's a bad smell. What's a good smell. You know, like that's, yeah, we socialize ourselves to good, bad smells in some ways, right. In some ways they're there to warn us. Like, Yeah, but there's more than I ever thought connected to the fact that like we... Yeah, some smells we label as pleasant and acceptable and some smells are not Mm -hmm. (laughs) unpleasant and unacceptable for... I hadn't thought about that. That really really hits me right now, kind of fresh. Man. (laughs) Yeah, and and like you said, not not all. The smell of a food that that has turned, that's... We have a good, healthy revulsion to that. Yeah, um, I shouldn't eat this. It will. It will. This will things to my body. That <laughs> yeah. and yeah, things about that are socially acceptable. That the fact that that's taught man. I know to make it that quite <laughs> back that a little more. I know I'm really resisting going down this road, but it's so true. Like, but I think it's one of those things when we talk about our wiring, right? And all of this and what we think we should and shouldn't do. You know, there's socially, we've socialized ourselves that just defecating or going to the bathroom, like in the middle of the room is not a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that can cause disease, you know, there's there's ramifications. But we do take it steps further. And, you know, where did these things happen along? Because I don't know about you like so far, but like I 
loved the smell of my baby's poop. Now that it was like, it is very remin. I mean, it smells kind of like the breast milk fit. Right. And it's kind of sweet. (laughs) Right. I did notice myself change. Like when, when, you know, you'd introduce salads and you're not just breastfeeding and a whole array, a different array, but it's still, I'd still didn't mind it. I didn't want to like smell someone, another child's like, it wasn't like, Oh, all poop smells good to me now. Their poop did. (laughs) This is so funny. But don't you ever have that experience sometimes? Like, I don't mind the smell of my own farts sometimes or or my poop, right? Like, yeah. So that's okay. Okay. But we're bringing this up, not because it is fun to talk about (laughs) pooping and farting and and I love breaking the rules and talking about it. Um, <laughs> but it connects, right? Like, what are we are we going to choose? And some of these things are so just things that are just so unconscious and ubiquitous in our culture that you just love. No, like, of course, you should never like the smell of poop, right? But well, mm. sometimes you do. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Gosh, I'm glad that you <laughs> I didn't expect some weird here. way we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had expected to be more, more revolted, more like have more revulsion toward our baby's poop. And I haven't just haven't, I didn't think any farther past it. I was like, Oh, this is, right. this is bad. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, here's another thing too, is like this early in life, like, Hey, you're pooping. Hey, yes. You're poop. We love it. Oh, Hey, your poop is changing colors. We love it. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, cause it's yeah. diagnostic. It means life is happening. It means things mm-hmm. are moving. And that's one of those things that we can additionally do for ourselves. Well, I mean, oh, with what oh, you've gone through, right? Oh like gosh. it's, it, it's I, kind of a precarious situation when you have your first bowel movement oh post birth. Gosh. <laughs> I have this thing that I do where I, my brain kind of like auto creates parodies of songs i've just been i've just had this as a gift for a long time and one of my first ones that came out of my out of my head out of my mouth after birth mm-hmm. was uh, to the tune of careless whisper um never gonna poop again scared to stretch my perineum and that was, that was my, <laughs> just just a snippet but it's volumes <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Oh my God. I love that so much. I love that so much. I think there are going to be many people who have given birth that are going to so relate to that snippet that could maybe, maybe we need a whole song. We we might, we might extend the song. We might get all, yeah, we can go for it. That's the thing. I remember being so relieved. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to actively push any nothing no, no but if it's soft and it's ready we can just let it go and that's how i did like my first like five bowel movements i was just like let it just not gonna push just gonna release if it's ready it'll come <laughs> that was that oh it's so perfect it's so perfect oh i love it yeah i, I remember being kind of kind of envious of our daughter like man you poop like so easily it's so yeah what the heck it's no big deal <laughs> it's pooping again 
I'm just like pooping five minutes later. Like, (laughs) I love it. I can tell I'm really, that's another marker. Another thing I'm really happy about is like my body, I trust and I believe it'll never be the same. I've had a transformative experience and my pelvic floor is getting stronger again because I'm working it gently mm-hmm. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like my deep core muscles, I like activate them every day. Not a lot, mm-hmm. but enough that I like, this feels good. This feels right. This feels like productive and like just being able to hold my body together again. We just had like the big open release and now we Mm. pull ourselves together again and I feel better. I feel I can shift. Oh my gosh. I, the first few days after the birth when I like didn't even want to stand up, Mm. it took, you know, like didn't even want to slash wasn't sure if I could stand up straight again and like actually align my pelvis underneath me like it was uh, hard to imagine I, just, I didn't know if it would happen yeah wow yeah oh there's a stretch here I don't know if I'm just not going to press against that I'm just going to let that be uncomfortable <laughs> and shuffle to the bathroom and shuffle back and lay down again that was and I had a like you know Ryan was so I said was but he has been mm-hmm really really great support and he's so clear that his role is like to support me and that includes but we totally have like a mama handles the input mm-hmm. dad handles the output <laughs> not a hundred percent exclusively like the, sure. the the two bottles that we've made like daddy's got to feed the baby and mm-hmm. mom has done a diaper change or two five right. the the much of the rest of the time i'm like if we're if we're breastfeeding i will make a request like hey ryan can you get me x kind of nutrient will you please turn on the light will you please yeah any mostly it's those things mostly well, it's like, which well and i don't want to minimize that because it sounds like well yeah like what's the big deal but it's, many of us are wired in ways that like just asking for those things. And I don't know, I'm thinking, Elizabeth, for you that had you not worked on these things for yourself and, you know, shifted some beliefs and stuff, I believe even those would have been challenged. You might've done it, but one, you would have had different feelings about it or you wouldn't have done it. It's like, oh, 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 I should probably do it. There are still things, you know, it's a really good point. Like I am more willing to... I'm going to use this verb to disturb or what I perceive as disturbing my husband. I'm more willing to disturb him, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Even you know if he's clearly sleeping and I could do something myself, I think there's a, there's a moment I'm like, what am I going to do about this need that I'm having? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like all the factors come into play. Like, it's just like you said, you know, I, it's not a no brainer to ask. It's not at all a no brainer to ask yet. I mean, maybe, and it's funny, like baby has no problem. 
No. She's oh, that's like, right. Anything I want. Yeah. And she doesn't yeah. want much. She wants like one of five things. <laughs> so oh, that's that's really true. Well, and I yeah, and I think that's as far as the part where it's like, because for someone, their growth and development might be more on the other end of the spectrum. Like, like I am capable. There are things I can do myself, right? Sure. And yeah. break through maybe a fear. I mean, you had to get yourself to the bathroom. That wasn't something someone else could do for you. But there might have been something else, you know, where it was like just breaking through that fear of what's going on in my body. Can I walk? And where, you know, it might be more inclined on the damsel in distress, helpless mode, right? And I'm saying totally. these as where, you know, and then there's like, I, you know, nope, I'll do it myself. I, myself. I, right. I, I could do it. Like, and which has tied to it. I don't want to put anybody out. Right. But we'll kind of cop this like, well, I'm self-sufficient. I'm this, I'm that. And so we get to play in those arenas with, because none of them are wrong. Right. Like right. there's, it's not like, you know, challenging myself, getting up like, okay, like I'm scared, but I'm going to do it kind of thing. Or yeah, I'll let Ryan sleep and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely to know that if I woke him up, he'd do it. Right. Yeah. You know, as if established that, that isn't a thing. Or that if he was grumpy in the moment about it, you would work that out, right? Yep. Like in establishing some of these things. So they seem like little things in some ways, but potential and the complexity of them as far as our wiring and what we can intentionally work on. Like you said, like it still isn't easy for me, but it's like you're practicing a muscle of feeling deserving to have someone help you to take up that space and you know, have someone tend to you fully. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. big in your wiring to be doing, doing Very this much. in this process. So, yeah. And like doing both those things, like doing uh, or like accepting support and asking for it, asking for it and accepting it. And then also like doing it, the next scary thing is like, I don't know, the scary thing is still scary. I'll still resist. <laughs> I'll still resist right. it. And not want to do it. A couple of days ago, we had a little adventure. Was this a couple of days ago? Was this yesterday? I don't know. I think it was. I don't. Yeah, know. Who cares? Some time ago. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we went on a family adventure. We went to a park. Wow. Yeah, we went to a park. We had a picnic. Mm. We packed a picnic, and it was entirely. It was very likely that we were going to have a feeding for the babe at this mm-hmm. park during our picnic, which did end up happening. And I was like dreading mm-hmm. that feed. Dread isn't is a little bit of a strong word, but I was just like, I was so I was really keyed up about it. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like my first time it sounds mm-hmm. so stupid to like be afraid um, of but I was. No, it's like, in, yeah, we'll take in public. It. Yeah. Breastfeeding in public. It's like really big deal. Really, I don't want you minimizing it. Yeah. Like, I wish it weren't a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish it was no deal, like, not a big deal at all. But it's not no big deal. It's not no big deal um, culturally mm-hmm. at this moment in time. So, so it was like, and we had forgotten. We have like one of those like it's not a garment, but we have like we we inherited or you know we came into possession of mm-hmm. 
uh, someone's like my my sister in law's old cover thing. Yeah, it's like specially made to, yeah. to cover you while you while you nurse. While yep. you're nurse. Yes, for for modesty, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally with <laughs> you. I really so I don't inflict oh the my gosh. of my of my nipple. God forbid the world the, sees my breast. I know, and like Ryan, bless him, does not get why this is like a a big deal for me. Mm. It's fine. Nothing's gonna. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Mm. I'm like, it's literally illegal. It's literally not. <laughs> it's literally not okay. From a civic standpoint, to just mm. have my breast out, and he's like, "No one's gonna bother you." And here's how I know: is like, <laughs> if anyone even starts to try to bother you, they're gonna have to talk to me. Yeah. Well, okay, that's all well and good. But <laughs> Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Rewrite the Mother Code. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included, to find it. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons, or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com, and sign up for my newsletter. I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.